How do you keep that creative fuel going as a content creator? How do you strike that balance between what you want to do and what you believe people will watch? Welcome back to the People Who Talk To Themselves podcast, where we go behind the scenes with content creators and streamers and talk about self-care, mental health, and the real life stuff that happens in the life of a creator. Today, we're talking to Dylan KG, who has streamed all kinds of different things, including art, music. He's stuck to just one game as his niche before. He's jumped around. He's kind of been all across the board on Twitch. And one thing that always sticks out about his stream is his obvious love and care for people. This guy's a top quality human, and I'm excited to get into our conversation. Just a note before we get started, if you're a content creator and you want to better your mental health side of things, I have a book out called You Are Not Your Stream. It goes through the mental health side of content creation. It's kind of like the book form of this podcast. Yeah, you can check it out on Amazon. Again, it's called You Are Not Your Stream. All right, everybody, welcome back to episode 7,443 of the uh, People Who Talk to Themselves podcast, and I am uh, very blessed to be sitting with the wonderful, quality human, Dylan KG. How's it going, dude? I'm good, man. I'm glad I <laughs> I, I passed those quality assurance checks. Yeah. You know, <laughs> I got in here. I'm yep. good. It's it's good to talk to you anytime I can. Thanks for having me. Oh, man. Of course. Well, um, to, to get things started, I mean, if it, I know a lot of people in chat know you, but um, people on the podcast might not necessarily know who you are. Um, so love to just get a little bit about um, who you are, what you do, and uh, what you stream and what you're about. Yeah, so I, I uh, my name's Dylan. I have been on Twitch for three years now. I'm a Twitch partner. Um, I've been partnered for about two years. Um, I've kind of run the gamut of like stuff to do on Twitch, uh, basically, uh, aside from like cosplay <laughs> um, or and, like body paint. Um, I've I've done uh, variety gaming. I've done, uh, you know, I've made different video games. I've done art. I've done music. I've kind of dabbled in a little bit of everything right now. Um, this is our, for the foreseeable future, I play a lot of a game called Dead by Daylight, um, which is a kind of this multiplayer game. Um, it's got a good thriving community, but um, the layer that we add to that is we're uh, kind of a different competitive games have that like toxic centric kind of community, right? Sure. That happens. Um, so we try to add a little bit something different. We try to really dissuade from that toxicity. We try to just kind of cling to the good. Um, and we have this open forum where if people are having a tough day, they can come in and like vent their stuff out or just like chill and relax and, um, not feel judged, not feel pressured. Um, and they can kind of have that camaraderie that I think not a lot of us have in our daily lives. Um, and, and my stream is all predicated on like my past and trying to be a space that I know I never had when I was struggling and feeling pretty alone when I was, you know, 16, 17, 18. So, um, yeah, so good open mental health discussions, conversations, um, things like that if if need be otherwise just fun fun relax etc so man i i love that that's uh i mean that's something that's that's been attractive i think to your uh stream i mean with a lot of people that have to do with heart support and you know because that's that's what we're about is keeping things positive keeping things honest and having an open space where people can discuss things and um yeah it just really feels like your community is just an extension of that um, yeah, which is like an honor. That's like a compliment. So I like that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, man. 
Um, and you know, your, your honesty, your openness, I think is, is really inspiring to a lot of people. So that's, that's one of the things that really draws, draws people to your stream, man, which is really cool. Yeah. Um, so I didn't, I didn't actually know that you did so many different things, um, over the Mm -hmm. years. Um, cause I, I know when I met you, uh, you were doing a lot of Warframe. Yep. Mm -hmm. And so, um, that's kind of been, been quite a, quite a long journey. Like why so many things? Um, God, isn't that the question? <laughs> um, I, it, it's, so I, I don't know um, that it's one of those things where I've looked at my life and reevaluated. I've always wanted to wear so many different hats, like always. Um, Cause I think I have like this abundance of creative energy personally. Mm. I just love to make content. And so with Warframe, when I was doing that, I was teaching people about the game. And I I love teaching people uh, specifically about video games and and things like that. But um, I think that that is like, I don't know, that that feels really good to me. But with like art and music, I am like relatively talented or at least in love with those things. And so, I mean, just recently we, you know, we sporadically do music streams as we work on like our EP and stuff. And Mm -hmm. so like broadcasting that process is super fun. Um, And we did art streams for like a month or two where we would just draw on stream a la, you know, Dan makes his mark. Um, But uh, so it just, I don't know. Uh, For me, I think kind of some of it has to do with like my mental health disorders. I have bipolar, which... Um, or I'm sorry, I have borderline, um, personality disorder. I was misdiagnosed as bipolar disorder until, um, like literally nine months ago. So Mm. I still in my head have to be like, no, wait, I don't have that anymore. It's been eight years of thinking I have that. Um, so I have borderline and that to me, like that always, I kind of am like hyper emotional. So I kind of do this thing where sometimes if I get close to a friend or I get close to, uh, another streamer and they're playing a specific game or they're doing something that I'm like, Oh, that's really cool. I want to do that too. So like we become better friends. And yeah. so on Twitch, it's really easy to like get drawn into what other people are doing and, and like just kind of follow the emotional aspects of it. Um, and, and just kind of go with like your gut feeling, which, you know, it might be a fleeting feeling like I might, you know, like I did art streams for a month because I was like, I'm really into this. And then my creative energy for it died uh, like a month later. And I was like, I love this, but like, I just don't have the will to do it. And and so I on to the next thing, which is we can maybe talk about it later. Not the greatest with, when it comes to streaming. Consistency yeah. of content is important. Um, and I learned that lesson. So, sure. but yeah, I mean, that's kind of the that's where the bouncing has kind of come from for sure yeah well i mean one of the reasons i ask is because i I mean i feel that way i I feel like it's hard for me to concentrate on you know on one thing and i kind of went through this uh this time where i was trying to figure out what i wanted to stream and kind of who maybe not who i was but you know who my what my brand is and everything and you know my my name's casey screams back because i've been you know did metalcore screaming for quite a while and uh it, it's kind of what like what you were talking about like man i i love this i love doing this but i don't know if i want to stream it you know and mm-hmm. it's like when you put hours and hours into something like streaming um something that takes so long and so much effort to actually get working 
you kind of need to enjoy it (laughs) and you need to be (laughs) passionate enough and interested enough to like kind of have that drive. And I feel like that was one of the things that, um, was just rough for me is like, I really like doing screaming music. I love, I love making music, but that and streaming it doesn't like, wasn't being, wasn't so fulfilling to me, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So so I definitely know that life. It's yeah. Anytime I do music, I, I, I find it more difficult to make stuff live because I'm paying attention to chat, getting sidetracked, going Mm -hmm. back to the music, maybe getting frustrated, hitting like some creative blocks. And then like, yeah, I, I've kind of been in a spot where sometimes making music just like for the sake of it or just goofing off and making music is fun, but to to do something with intentionality is like almost harder to stream that process. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, it's, it's funny. Cause I, when I started, I was like, man, I'm going to write songs on, on stream, you know, and a lot of my songs are pretty emotional. Um, even though, you know, what, what I would, uh, you know, just do like make up songs and they would be silly. Right. But like the right, ones yeah. I actually want to make which I'm sure you totally feel this. Cause that's what your songs are is just really honest, raw, emotional kind of stuff. And that's really weird to write in front of people. You know, it's, it's vulnerable. It's like the most vulnerable that I think anyone could ever be yeah. because it's not even f- like finished or like refined or set to music. Um, and you know back during like myspace days when you would put like lyrics as like your stat status i don't know if it was called status but you'd put like a lyrics of a song that was really hitting you emotionally whether after you went through a breakup you'd put it as your status sure and then sometimes people would be that like like people would read it and they'd be like oh man like either he's really edgy or he's like <laughs> you know what i mean like they yeah I feel like sometimes like because to metal when you when you like I I love metal music because of the emotionality in it. Mm -hmm. But if you just read the lyrics on the paper, it's really easy for people to like poke fun at that emotionality. Um, You know, it's harder to poke fun at somebody who's like writing almost like intentionally you know, I don't, for me, like I'm in hip hop. So when people, you know, when you read rap lyrics, like sometimes they just read as like, okay, this guy was clearly there's nothing very deep here. So even poking fun at this is like a waste of my time. But like that vulnerability of something emotional is like, you don't, I don't know. To me, I'm always scared of being judged. Like, is this too edgy? Is this too like on the nose or whiny or yeah. And to have somebody roll through that maybe isn't part of your community that like pokes fun at you and says like, Oh, that's, you know, a little sad boy music or sure. I don't know. Yeah. 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 I could see like the kind of the, the reason why you wouldn't maybe want to put like bare your heart before you've even refined a song or something like that. Yeah. 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 And I, I mean, I've noticed, yeah, you've done, you've done quite a few like music production streams and stuff. And, um, you were saying you're, uh, you know, you don't, don't really do that as much and you mostly like kind of stream other stuff. Is that kind of the reason or? I think, I think that's the, yeah. I mean, I, and I, I'm sure you can identify with this. I honestly hate my music. Hmm. (laughs) Like I like it. I do. Um, It's interesting. I have a single coming out in about three weeks, three weeks ish. Um, I haven't really advertised for it yet. So, so So you heard it here first folks. Yeah. Um, but I, in the, 
process of writing that song and then even recording because like with covid i've been recording my music at home and sending it to the sound engineer guy sure, yeah. normally i would record with him i don't get to listen to the takes he just says you go do your thing i'll tell you what's good and we'll roll with it and i was like that works i don't have to overthink it this yeah is exactly beautiful. you have somebody else to coach you yeah and so recording it at home i'm like okay i'm taking and you know clipping different takes together to kind of get a few different takes to send to him you know like three to send so he can then mix and master that and all that stuff and but i have to listen to it back and it's defeating to hear it back um sometimes because i listen to it i'm like it just doesn't sound good to me sure and part of that is like through the lens of myself i just don't like what i'm making because it's never as good as the people that have already made it or i'm you know that comparative process and and that's a large reason why i don't really stream that stuff i really try to keep almost everything under wraps like i'll sometimes do instagram videos uh mm -hmm. i used to i don't really do it as much anymore um for songs i'm working on and that stuff is like mostly fine but there's something about streaming like just live right and like seeing comments and with a video even then i could do a few takes you know put yeah. out the best one but live it's all the blunders and all the yeah. vocal cracks and and um so it it's it's i already don't have like a high level of um assuredness mm -hmm. in what i'm doing and so to do it live makes it even shakier than it would normally be and yeah. it it's it's enough to make me not want to do it so i i kind of know where my limit is in that area and, and taking a step back and going like this is like I could work on beats on stream because maybe making and producing a beat and working on that's not as vulnerable, yeah. but all the lyrics are behind the scenes because that's, that's kind of my boundary. Um, it's good to get out of your comfort zone, but uh, not to the point to where it completely stops you from doing the thing at all. So, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, man. It's funny. I, I've, uh, one of my favorite things to do with, with music is, is record it on stream because the thing is, and I, and I think it's, it's just because like I started streaming music, not knowing how to do what I was trying to do. Like that's true. Not being able to scream, you know? And yeah. so you could only go up from there. You can only go up from <laughs> that's the true. train wreck. That was my first few streams, you know? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and so, uh, it, it's actually really cool because, you know, I, it, it's kind of like what you're saying. Like when you record with the recording engineer, they can tell you, okay, that was good or try that again and everything. And I found that using chat like that actually works pretty well um, for the yeah, actual recording smart. process. Right. Yeah. But there's, there's, there's something, Oh, sorry. I was just saying, but, but there's the, it's the getting over. Well, I'm going to try this and be off key. I'm going to try this and it's going to not work. I'm going to just completely mess up this, <laughs> yeah. this, this timing, you know, and that, that's yeah. a hard thing to get over too. Cause what, you know, when you have, you know, a bunch of people watching you do that, <laughs> it's not like yeah. you can just be like, here's the finished product. It's like, here's me trying to make something oh. decent. <laughs> here's yeah. I, it's some, it's scary. Cause like sometimes I, I just tell myself, I'm like people a lot of the times just want the finished product. Like they don't want to know how the meat is made, you know, mm. sometimes. Um, but I think what you've done is really cool starting from, not knowing anything because I think people that have been there since the beginning, they get to see your evolution as yeah. a creator. And then to me, 
they're more invested in the outcome. Like I was there, I saw all, you know, it's like, it's like that, you know, when you were going to like punk rock shows in a garage and now suddenly they're touring across the globe and you're yeah. like, I was there, you know? Yeah, man. Um, it's, it's that exact feeling. Yeah. It's, a. Uh, if you it's but if you I think if you stream it like or if you, you know, uh, do the lyrics live and or, or however, I think you have to like be able to commit. Um, see, for me, like, I don't know, I get I have like a lot of visual cues when I get embarrassed, like as a as a ginger, uh, like my neck starts to get really red when I'm like uncomfortable or mm-hmm. flustered. and I start yeah. to get red on my hair. I'm like, I don't want people to know that I'm not feeling great right now (laughs) so it's 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 really um you know maybe someday maybe after this ep comes out and i start to feel better about it we'll see um i would love to i i I entertain the idea of doing it um the fact that i'm doing the music at all is like a great step for me in Mm -hmm. the eight months that i've committed to making music um because i've never made music before yeah. And uh, so maybe in six more months when I'm working on recording the next album, we do it live or um, I, I think it would be a very cool experience. Yeah. Um, but I don't want to push too far. I don't want to fly too close to the sun. Sure. Until I until I get some non wax wings. So. <laughs> yeah, man. That was a good reference. Yeah, that was good. That's good. Um, man. Yeah. Yeah. Uh... Yeah, I mean, for, first of all, I just just as a, a note, I mean, I I think it's so cool that you've been doing music and that you kind of jumped in, you know, like I've never really done this before, but I really want to, and I think yeah. that's been been really inspiring, I and mean, it's been inspiring to me, and I think it's been inspiring to people who know you and your viewers and everything. Um, and what's coming out is really good stuff, man. Like, I mean, everything I've heard is is very very good, and you know, there's a lot of people that try to do things really well yeah. and they do their best. Um, but it's, and, yeah. it's not as enjoyable to listen to. Mm-hmm. Um, but I was, I was, I wouldn't say surprised, but I, I'm glad, I'm glad that the stuff you're making is actually really good. Cause I don't have to like pretend to like it. I actually legitimately yeah. like it. <laughs> that's, that's so. my biggest fear is that all my friends are like, yeah, man, it's good. Yeah. Like, cause <laughs> I'm like, Hey, edit, you know, <laughs> I, I, cause I'm like, you know, Spotify algorithms love when you put it on playlists and then I'm like, and people are like, sure, I'll put it on my playlist. I don't want to, um, yeah, you put it on and just uncheck it. It's great. Yeah. Uh-huh, yeah. It's, it's been so, there's so much self doubt in, in any creative endeavor, I think for yeah. anyone like ever. Um, but being new to it and, not i don't know there's there's so for me it's it's um you know because i went to like i did choir in like high school but i don't i can't read music like i i don't know music theory much at all yeah um and so like i literally spent four months on youtube just learning a bunch of stuff before even setting into like making actual songs and and I think lyrics are the thing I always struggle with, you know, um, because I think in hip hop, there's a weird stigma around anything serious. Mm-hmm. Um, hip hop is meant to like, like metal is like mostly serious. Hip hop's the opposite where it's yeah. meant to be the escapism of music, um, yeah. uh, in, in my opinion. And so, um, 
you know, there's artists like NF or, you know, all these mental health artists, but they're mostly, you know, people have heard songs by them, but they don't know who they are, right? Because they're not promoted from within that industry. So for me to step into the arena as somebody who's new and go, I'm going to make music that is like way too vul- like uncomfortably vulnerable yeah. for me in a few ways um, has been it's been terrifying. Like it's probably the scariest thing I've ever like, like chosen to just like get into. Mm. Um, So I, I appreciate the, you know, the, the commendation and um, it, it means a lot to, to not be artificially like, you know, gassed up or anything. Um, And I hope that because, because what I hope comes out of the music is that people listen to it obviously and, and feel better or feel at least heard. Um, and I always talk about Lincoln Park when I was mm-hmm. young, um, you know, having like a familial discord and, and not like really not even really getting along with my family and listening to Lincoln Park on the bus ride home and the Sony Walkman, you know, yeah, man. and being like, this music gets me. And this is like the only thing that gets me right now. Um, I'm not going to put myself up there next to Lincoln Park, but that's that's like the the kind of the reason I do it all. Sure. Um, whether. I, I don't know. We have like 400 active listeners right now, which is a lot. That's a lot of people from like, I never thought I'd get to like a hundred or whatever. So yeah. that's, uh, you know, if, if the new stuff coming out in the EP helps with, you know, the mission, then cool. Yeah, man. <laughs> so, yeah. 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 A lot of people in chat saying like, yeah, man, Lincoln Park, Lincoln Park on the bus home. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's yep. uh, man, same. That's they so, did. so cool. Um, so, okay, let, let, let's kind of talk about like streaming just in general, you know, sure. because like you've been streaming for a while. Like, how did you get into streaming? How, how'd you start oh. doing that? Oh, uh, the story starts when I was like 17, 16, 17, because I was a skater kid. So yeah. I was, you know, I was hanging out at the skate park uh, all the time. And I used to do, I, I had a YouTube channel that still exists. Um, really? That was all sk- skate videos. Yeah. Oh, nice. um, and it, I mean, it was like 5,000 subscribers. Like to me back then as a 16 year old, I was like, we made it. Dude, 6, that's, that's a lot of subs, man. It was cool. Um, and so I got into like video editing software and like, production a little bit back then i mean as much as like a skater does you know what i mean like give me a fish so, eye so basically you bought a fish eye <laughs> yeah yes yeah, so, uh, you bought uh, a fish me... eye and used your friend's mom's computer <laughs> yeah yeah i used the crummiest little laptop yeah. i could and render times were 12 hours yeah. and um and so that started me on creation content creation from then on i was like i was in love with it um and I did that for like three years and I moved to St. Louis for a while. And after I moved to St. Louis, I kind of, I just fell off of skating. Um, and I fell off the creation side of that. And I got really into games with a friend. Uh, I worked at Best Buy at the time and, uh, me and a friend of mine, we just really loved watching gaming channels on YouTube. And so we're like, why don't we just do that? And it was like a high five moment. We're like, yeah, let's do it, man. And, And we did that for, like two and a half years, uh, we oh. made like the let's play videos of like voiceover gameplay kind of stuff mm-hmm. for like two years. And towards the last 
year of it, we did uh, a video a day. So we would like on Mondays, we would go record for eight hours and each hour was like we had different segments and like all this stuff. And then every day we would upload a, a, a video. Um, Dude, that's intense. It, it was the worst. It was it was in hindsight a bad idea. We thought if we just made more content, we would be discovered. I now know that that is not how that works, but yeah. that's a that's a different story. We did a podcast. We had over 130 episodes of this weekly podcast um, over the course of the the few years where we it was like a games news podcast. We did. I, I got really into that kind of stuff. Um, but at one point, uh, he came to me. My my. Uh, partner in crime he was like look dude uh, we have like 600 subscribers after a few years um i love doing this with you it's such a fun like passion and hobby but like i think i'm gonna go back to school for like coding and like maybe get into games and i was like yeah man i really support you that sucks though <laughs> yeah um because i know for me schooling is not where my path laid so lies lays laid um Something so like I was like, I don't think I have a personality for a solo YouTube channel. I don't think live. This is the funniest thing I ever said. I said to him, I was like, I don't think live content is like the future. I don't know why anyone would watch somebody play a game live. Huh. I I vividly remember that. That was like 2015, 2016. Wow, that's amazing. That's uh, ironic. Um, and so I started streaming in like 2017 ish i think um i started with overwatch i was like i'm gonna get really good at overwatch um and i i really just did it because i i was so in love with creation that mm -hmm. i just wanted to keep doing it um and it was it was slow for about a few months three or four months um until i got into like dark souls games and then that was uh it was rolling around the time where like breath of the wild was coming out i think um, so we got into like that and we, we started making a lot of friends in like the St. Louis community, Twitch meetups at St. Louis and stuff like that. And so we, we actually grew like fairly quick. And, and then once I was, uh, I, I went to TwitchCon and saw the Warframe booth and they were super nice and they were like, play our sci-fi game. And I was like, oh, this is neat. And then three months later, I was a Warframe partner and for like a year that the rest was history. Um, yeah. I just the love for creating stuff is what kind of got me into it way back with skating and then bringing it forward. I just never stopped creating stuff. So, man, it's a long winded story, but <laughs> I think that man, that that's so cool. Cause I mean, that that's how I feel. Like I, I just feel like I need to make stuff, you know, yeah. and, um, streaming is a way to make stuff and it's mixed with, you know, caring about people. So it's, you know, that, that just makes sense to do that. It's, the perfect juxtaposition of like the two, two things that we love. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, man. So that's kind of where like a lot of passion came from. It, it sounds like is just like, man, I got to express myself. I got to put things out into the world. And that's, yeah, that's what I struggle with the most. Um, actually is because, because I'm such an, a like an emotionality based individual, um, I just want to like self-expression is like king to me. Mm -hmm. Um, and that, and that, again, that's why my content used to fluctuate. I'm trying to like really batten down the hatches on some stuff here, but it used to fluctuate so widely because I, you know, it was, if I wasn't like enjoying something for a day or two, I would just be like, all right, switch it all, whatever. Um, and that, cause the self-expression side of it was, was like so important. Yeah. Um, 
So, but yeah, it, it, the need to, the need to like make stuff like I could, I would assume you're the same way. I could never do just like a nine to five job, come home and just kind of lounge about, watch TV, do the yard, yeah, you know, live like the, the more like, I don't know, not creator lifestyle. Like there's something, there's something really beautiful about working the 40 to 80 hours a week to make way less money that, that creators are kind of locked into, but I I think we do love it. Yeah. Yeah, man. Yeah, I, I I couldn't, I couldn't, anytime where I'm not making something, you know, it's, I I don't know, I go crazy, (laughs) basically, because I I feel like it's just wasting potential or something. It's like, man, I could be making something that didn't exist before. Yeah. Like, you know? And that's what makes it hard to take time off, I think, is because I've lived by that for so long that if I take time off to just watch a show or play a game like in my free time i'm like i could be making things yeah it, yeah. it haunts me yeah <laughs> Man. well so that 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 kind of goes into a question that i had is like yep. it you know you're obviously a very passionate kind of driven person and um how does how does taking care of yourself and rest and self-care and that kind of thing how does that um come into your life are you good at that uh, what what kind of uh experience do you have with <laughs> that side of things um man you guys have known me for a long time so you you know where i came from and like the situations i've gotten out of gotten into gotten out of again i i've had a like a tumultuous three years um i would say like i had this like weird quarter life crisis at like 26 27 mm. i just uh you know freaked out and had to had to change a lot of stuff because i wasn't taking care of myself um and i would say that this past year has been revolutionary for me taking care i'm i'm not good at taking care of myself uh, or, I, or i wasn't i'm i'm better now um I would say up until a year ago, I was in denial that I needed to take care of myself. Um, I Mm. was just being affected by emotions or disorders and kind of no, I knew they existed, but it didn't matter. Like I was like, I'll just whatever, push through. Yeah. Didn't, you know, as somebody that like has chronically not had insurance due to wanting to be a content creator, um, therapy, things like that were not on the list of things to, to pay for. Right. Um, you know, when you have to decide between your light bill and therapy, one of those wins every time. So, um, but, uh, because of, because of heart support, um, I, I was turned on to going to work, uh, with better help and, and doing online therapy. And just through that process, um, I have done a lot of self-discovery. I actually have a whiteboard on my wall here that um, it's my it's my borderline personality disorder board where I like write up a bunch of do's and don'ts and there's like a, a goals bubble uh, chart and it has like all kinds of interesting stuff on it so that like when I'm in my office, I turn toward, towards it. And I, I get reminded just by seeing it to, to take care of myself, just being um, present and acknowledging maybe what's happening in in life. Um, I still, I've struggled the most with when it comes to content and that like crossroads of taking care of yourself. Um, 
you know, and your book nails on this perfectly is just that sort of, you know, you, you are not your stream. The idea of like your stream metrics define you, your YouTube metrics define you, Twitter mm-hmm. engagement defines you. Cause at some point I know I was so bought into making content that if I wasn't making content, I was wasting my time. And if I was making content that nobody liked, I didn't matter. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, when you allow one aspect of your life to be your life, Hmm. um, it really like you start to measure yourself by a singular, you know, pillar and, and it, it, it got really bad for me. Um, so in the past, I, I, I didn't stream for about six months last year. Um, from about July to December ish, I came back this year and it's been, it's been better. I've cut back my actual stream schedule. Once upon a time I was streaming 11 at night to 4 AM in the morning, you know, like wild hours. Um, my stream now, my schedule is no longer built on when I think I'll get the most views, but what is the healthiest for me? Yeah. So, um, cause 11 to four, I was like, Oh, I'll get all the viewers. Cause everyone ends at like midnight and they'll raid me. And then, um, and that was true. It worked. And I ended up hating every second of it. Um, so mm. now, you know, my stream schedule is more tailored to what works best for me. So two to eight o'clock after eight o'clock, I don't work. That's my time to eat dinner, to cook dinner and enjoy cooking, uh, eat dinner, uh, spend time with, uh, Ash and, and watch a movie. And so, um, the self-care stuff has had to take precedent cause I wouldn't, I wouldn't be able to continue doing this stuff. And that's honestly kind of a reason I make music now too, um, is because Twitch streaming, playing a video game, making YouTube content now too, um, has been, is, is great, but doing music that is different, having, again, I think music is like another of the multiple pillars, mm-hmm. just having another way to kind of put something out. Um, it, it helps me not to put too many eggs in one basket yeah, or, or measure myself by, you know, a platform metric or something like that. Um, also reading books, man, we don't read enough books. I read a lot of good self-help books in the past, like six or seven months to help me be self-aware, I guess. Yeah. Um, and, and practice more mindfulness, but was I taking care of myself? No, I think for, for a while I spent 25 years on this planet, doing the worst things to myself possible. Um, I think the past six months have been like the best me possible. Yeah. Um, luckily I know a lot of people don't get that chance. So yeah. 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 Well, I'm glad to hear it, man. Cause yeah, that, that's something that, like you said, is easy to not prioritize. You know, it's easy to say like, yeah. man, I, I gotta get the views. I gotta, you know, make the content. I gotta, you know, do all these things that you're driven to do, which aren't necessarily bad things, but when they, take over your whole life <laughs> when yeah. they really just deserve a piece of it. Um, yes, yeah, that's yeah. where it gets really out of balance and is really mm-hmm. unhealthy. So yeah. I'm, yeah, I'm glad that you're, yeah. you're starting to find that, you know, more self-care kind of angle. And, you know, it's, it's, it's apparent. I mean, in, in talking with you and, and seeing, you know, <laughs> seeing your content and stuff like that, Hey, it seems, it seems like you're, you're, yeah. uh, you're doing, doing better, feeling better, uh, than you have, yeah. which is really the... cool. The bad days don't last too long anymore. That, that I mean, like, that's the good news. Like, if anyone takes anything away from this, once you start caring for yourself, it could take you six months. Once you start 
practicing that stuff. Yeah, it all, it depends on who you are, but I, yeah. I firmly believe that like it's not about eliminating bad days or eliminating like that stuff. I, I have diagnoses like it, it is what it is. The bad days I can sit and realize, OK, this is a bad day, but it doesn't last a week, two weeks like it used to. You know, I don't disappear on people for months at a time the way I used to. Mm-hmm. Um, and and that's like a huge blessing. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, that's and I, and again, like I, I owe a lot of that to to the grace that you guys gave me uh, on the network because I God, we started talking forever ago. Mm-hmm. And uh, and and Dan is a great example of somebody that he would DM me or reach out and we would talk a little bit and then I would like vanish for like two months. Sure. I, I, yeah. I was like too in my head or struggling too much. And and then again, being turned on to better help and me deciding not only was I turned on to better help, but I decided like, I, I, I need to do this. Right. Cause like you, you can go to rehab, you can go to therapy. Right. But if you don't want to be there, you're not going to take it seriously. Yeah. You know, so I, I had to make a choice for myself, of course, but you guys played like a very pivotal role in that for sure. Man, what a, what an honor. So cool. So cool. Um, man. So, okay. When it comes to like actually streaming, when it comes to, um, you know, making content and everything, what, what's the most difficult part of that for you? Um, when it comes to actually the being live, actually making stuff, man, it's, it's, it's like, um, it's like a two part. There's the balance of making what people want versus what I want. Mm -hmm. And there's the I, I actually you know what I think I think that's that's it. Um I mained Warframe for a really long time and and it helped me to get to where I was doing, you know, 150 viewers a stream kind of stuff and and um while that was great, I ended up going so hard that direction that I really just burned myself out. Um and that's when I like I switched to variety. And when I, when I did variety, no matter what, no matter who you are at the end of the day, um, you're going to lose viewership. And I lost a lot of it. I went down to like, you know, 50 viewers. And so there was this moment of like, maybe people don't like me, maybe, but at the end of the day, like I, I wasn't balancing what people want and what I want very well. Mm -hmm. I was just constantly doing what the people wanted until I was at the edge and then I couldn't do it anymore. I knew that if I walked away from Warframe or took like a day off to play variety or do whatever, um, I was like, well, I'll get lower viewership on those days. So I'm just going to, you know, stay the high road here. And, um, and it's about, so, so to me now content is so much about doing, finding the balance of, of what do, what do people want to consume? What do, what do I really want to do? Um, and and for me, I want to settle down in a community again, um, and in main a game that's why i've been playing a lot of dead by daylight and i've made a youtube channel around that content um and but i'm also streaming only like three days a week four days a week right so i'm still allowed a lot of time away from the game i'm not doing six or seven days and so i'm giving the you know one game one really piece of content and then the youtube channel um and I'm living in that community, but I'm taking a lot of time for myself and trying yeah. to strike a balance, you know, and especially like with creating music, I think that really 
gives me somewhere else to channel a lot of creative energy so that I'm making something I really want to make while also, you know, staying in one directory. Cause I think variety stream is obviously being variety is really hard to do, but I, I think some people make it in variety um, and they, they grow really well because they have this glowing personality. They make all these great relationships and it just booms for them. And then, and then for some people it, it doesn't work. Um, cause at the end of the day, you know, people want to watch what they want to watch. Sure. And so for me, I know that like, if I want to grow on Twitch again and, and kind of get a little bit larger and I do admittedly, I'd like to be a larger channel again. Uh, I have to give the people what they want. So I need to figure out how to cut time aside for myself to be sure that I'm taking care of myself and doing what I want to do just in life, not yeah. just in stream stream is six hours, three times a week, four times a week. So I have so many other hours to step back and do what I want to do. And, um, but yeah, I don't think people know how to strike that balance enough. I think a lot of new streamers stream six, seven days a week. Cause you know, the more you stream, the, the more people could find you and, and you know, that's not necessarily the truth. And so people burn out and yeah. you got to find balance, but especially in figuring out what, what the people want and what you want. Cause I think, you know, if, if, with Dead by Daylight, right? If I keep playing this game six, seven months and I start to feel a little bit burnt out, I don't, I, I'm not going to just hard switch gears like I did with Warframe because, you know, you lose everything you've built. Sure. And, and so that's where you have to keep the, the balance and maintain the balance and know what's a smart business choice and what's a smart content choice. And like, okay, let's, let's pull it back to two days a week, but not completely eliminate it. And it, it's about building that, that knowledge to do that. But it's, um, it's kind of a rude awakening and it's kind of hard to do, but I think it's the hardest part of content creation beyond the trolls or the sub number fluctuations or friendships. I think loving what you do and finding the balance between I have to love it and they have to love it. Um, that's hard. It's so hard. Yeah, man, that I totally agree. That's a, a great point. Cause like, man, having that balance, is that, I mean, being healthy is about a balance in general, you know, yeah. it's about having a balance, putting things like giving the things in your life that deserve a certain amount of your life, that amount and no more and no less, you know, and finding out like, okay, if I'm going to stream, you know, it takes this amount of effort, this amount of, you know, I can put this amount of like joy and this amount of yeah. just like, you know, trudging through into this without going crazy <laughs> you know exactly yeah and and i think it's it's sometimes like we'll we'll look at it as like man if i really want this if i really wanted this i would enjoy it more that's one thing that like i tell myself sometimes if i'm if i'm just not liking whatever i'm doing that day yeah. or yeah i i must have i should really pick something that i like more you know because if i if i have a hard time like starting stream then I, I must be just be completely on the wrong path, you know? Yeah. Which isn't necessarily true. Like, there, yeah, I agree. There's an amount of work that goes into things, even things that you love. And I and think how it, much you love something, I think will fluctuate day to day. Too. Absolutely. Yeah, I've absolutely. Do you eat too much like rotisserie chicken the night before? Or, like, you know, um, yeah. Know yeah. That life. Yeah. Yeah. That chicken. I know, life. That, yeah. I know that rotisserie chicken life. <laughs> <laughs> there's a, um, there's a broadcaster I know that he does it. He does it so well. He does a. I'm not going to plug him necessarily, but he he does a lot of Destiny Two content. Mm -hmm. He does literally 
like a podcast and he'll stream himself live doing that and then he'll do like community clip reviews where it's like top 10 clips of the week and he does that and it's like this kind of show that he puts on but he'll do that for three days a week and then weekends are his to play variety and then even during the week he'll literally maybe do that for three hours like he'll do those pieces of content that he can export to youtube export to podcast and then he'll switch over play valorant or play whatever and his viewership drops from 2000 people to 200 but he you know he's finding the balance between yeah. you know all right, maybe I don't really love talking about Destiny 2 content right now. It's not super exciting, but they need that. I can, I can, you know, I can push through that. I don't need to love everything I do all the time, necessarily. Like, I love the fact that I'm creating, but not the content. Mm-hmm. And you gotta, yeah, I mean, it's the same as, like, working a 9 to 5, right? Like, you, you could have, like, your favorite job, but it's gonna suck one day. For a day or for a few, it, there's gonna come a time where you're like, I would rather not um yeah yeah there's there's a level of like willingness to push through that i think that you have to kind of figure out what that means for you yeah so um what kind of advice would you give somebody who wants to start streaming and and wants to kind of find that balance and and you know to try and be to to try and i don't know maybe maybe grow on twitch but not not Mm. you know drive themselves crazy Crazy. doing that (laughs) yeah I, I, oh, there's a, there's a lot. Um, I live with Ashney, so we just, I edit her videos. I just like all the stream advice. I bet, I bet this is, I bet this is a, a highly talked about topic in your house. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, and I talk about it on stream a lot too, but it's, I think for a newer streamer, it's okay to throw stuff at the wall and see what sticks. Mm-hmm. But I think that you, if you want to grow, you can't do whatever you want to do. Um, if you're sitting at the bottom of a directory with one viewer, two viewers doing whatever you want, probably not, you know, if, if it's league of legends or Fortnite or like you, there's like a strategy. And yeah. so, you know, I, here's the things that don't work. Just like make that super abundant. Like you can't just go live and hope that people show up and, and knowing that early is like great. Right. Because, Twitch isn't YouTube. You know, people search for things on YouTube. People don't search like they just scroll and click and that's done. Um, So I think the big things to remember as like a newer streamer and to not burn out and not be disheartened and not be discouraged and to find the balance is find a schedule that just works for you to start with. Don't be afraid to experiment. Um, Don't be, you know, if you're not sure what game, if you want to main a game or do variety, if you're not sure it's, it's okay to throw stuff at the wall because you're in a very young stage where you're not going to lose anything for changing gears a few times, you mm-hmm. know? Um, so, you know, figure, figure that stuff out. But um, I, I would also say like, don't go balls to the wall immediately. Uh, so many new streamers, they fall in love with content creation the way that, that I think we all do. And so they just want to do it all the time. Um, and I think there's two parts, right? Too much of anything is bad. Um, especially when it's things you love, because eventually you won't love them anymore. It's like that song, you hear a song and you're like, this song is so good. And it's on repeat for six hours. Yeah. Then maybe you set it as like your alarm clock. And then eventually you just, yeah, (laughs) yeah. your alarm sound. 
you absolutely yeah and and so i think if you really are in love with streaming make yourself wait to see it make yourself wait you know don't some i think sometimes people like plan days off and then they're like i just feel like streaming today and then they just go live and i think every now and then that's fine but i think set a schedule make it kind of scarce at the beginning so that your passion lasts longer yeah um instead of like depleting that meter um and I think that that'll help like that puts you in a good position to have the balance from the start instead of burning out and then finding it. But I think also, I think you have to run right up to the rail sometimes to figure out what you can tolerate. So I yeah. think you don't know your limit until you found it. And if you do find your limit, there's nothing wrong with that. So sure. Um, Some, something I, I kind of have, have thought about or would, and have advised people to, to follow is like, is, for a stream schedule, stream slightly less than you feel like you want to, because yeah. then you always want to be like, oh, I can't wait to get on stream. You know, I can't wait yeah. to do stream. You know, that's a good place to be. That's yeah, that's that's really for me. I, I've kind of found that again um, with with Dead by Daylight, because the matches are like 20 minutes a piece. So six hours is just gone. And there are days where I'm like, oh, I could do another one. I could just go another hour. And I'm like, I shouldn't, though, because if I love it, if I'm really in love, I, I, I can come back tomorrow. I can come back Sunday. I sure, can, yeah. Um, I think that's the biggest thing to find the balance um, to, to start with, of course. Um, there, there's all kinds of advice about what game to play or directory or thing to do. But uh, I think some of the advice, there, there's not enough great scheduling advice i think yeah that's what you said really gives a good guideline um i always tell people start with like three days like yeah. three day i think i think ashney usually says three days three hours like minimum um but don't like exceed you know and I, I think your guideline is really great to not have like a maximum right so if you think you can go six hours maybe go five maybe go four sure um so that that we don't burn out too quick. I, you know, I think sometimes we idealize what we want to do as well. We see mm -hmm. the pie in the sky and we're like, Oh God, I just want to, and then we start doing the thing and we're like, Oh, this isn't like as, it's not as great to play games to no viewers as I thought it would be, you know? Yeah. <laughs> and, and so I think we, we don't realize the reality of a situation. So I think if you're doing it only for three hours, you'll also be able to step away without being like as discouraged or as disheartened if those feelings crop up and stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah, that's I mean that's that's good advice and good good things. Man, I I I really wish that I don't know. I don't know if I wish this necessarily, but it, it would <laughs> would have been nice to have like this kind of quality like advice and and stuff like when I started streaming, you know, because yeah. Dan and I kind of just started and we didn't really know what we were doing and just kind of nope. just kind of went for it. And I think that's how a lot of people learn, which the thing is you learn a lot of very powerful lessons that way, which, which I think you is do. really great. Yeah. Um, you, you have to stumble yeah. a little bit. Yeah. Learn a lot from your failures, but, uh, yeah, man, just, I mean, that's, that's part of the reason why we're doing this podcast is, you know, help, help people who are discouraged with their content, frustrated, um, or just maybe yeah. don't even know what to do next or how to start. Yeah. yeah how to start. Ooh. Super cool. Yeah. Um, okay. So Last, uh, last question for, before we let you go here. Um, what kind of person do you want to grow into? Man. That's the deep one at the end. It always gets people. I don't know. I don't know that I, I don't know that I aspire to grow into a type of person. I, 
<laughs> there are so many variables about that I think that are out of my control. I think, and, and you can see how much like thought I've actually given this question before. I don't know. It's weird. I, if I look back 10 years, I never would have like imagined I'd be who I am today because I didn't really ever see what was wrong or right. I, I just kind of was, mm. um, uh, despite like the immense amount of self-loathing that comes with certain mental illnesses. Um, I, I just didn't, I don't know. I, I didn't really aspire to be like better per se. And I, I don't know that I do now in terms of like a type of person i think who i am now maybe i would want to be more amplified i i love to connect with human beings i love to just i think people have said that that's like a superpower that i have and and so if i can just keep using that to encourage or help or inspire or whatever that's kind of it um I would like to be a little bit more disciplined and stop following my emotionality around um, mm, yeah. all the time. You know, these, yeah. these feelings of like, Oh, I have to, I got to do this now. No. Um, I, I would like to be able to stay a little bit more focused, but that's about it. When do I want that? By what means? I don't know, because I think, I think the things that change us the most are what happened to us and the choices we make in those moments. And so, I really don't know. Yeah, I, I don't really know what's going to happen in the future. Um, and I'm trying not to have too many, like, very specific ideas or, or like, goals, you know. I'm not trying to, like, because I, I know the biggest thing that disappoints humans is expectations, hmm. like having mis, mismanaged expectations. And, and for myself, I never want to be, like, in two years, I'm going to be touring the, the country and then, because I think sometimes that stuff is good, but I think sometimes we push too hard for that and we we tunnel vision too hard or we just disappoint ourselves. So I'm in a really great spot where I kind of just want life to happen. And I have kind of like aspirations, but I'm enjoying the processes that get me there more so than whether or not I achieve the objective. And I think enjoying the process is going to mold me into the person that, you know, the the next version of me or the new me we'll see in like two years. I, I just want to continue being patient and kind and, and um, you know, keep sharing my story. And I, I can't really say what else I'd like to be because the grass might be greener. Sure. <laughs> um, yeah. But, but yeah, I mean, I don't know. That was a real roundabout answer. But I think we, <laughs> I think right. we got there. That's yeah. I, I, I don't know. It's, it's, it's a good question. That's a great question. And I'm glad you asked that. I, I don't know. I, I just want to keep being good and good is subjective. And if I've learned anything in the past year and a half, is that like, there could be there could be a dude that like runs in front of a UPS truck that's driving 80 miles an hour and he swoops up a dog and like barrel rolls out of the way and gets on the news. And so there's going to be some dude who's like, he only did that to get on the news. There's always going to be somebody that like hates what you're doing. Sure. Dislikes you or is disgruntled towards you. Yeah. Um, and so I just want to keep like my moral compass in check and be good 
as per my definition of good and, and obviously have my friends keep me in check, but I just want to listen to myself better and, and, and stay good. That's, yeah, man. that's the, that's the hope anyway, I guess. Yeah, dude. Love that. Well, if people want to check out your stream, check out your YouTube, where would they find those? Oh, uh, okay. It's messy. There's links for everything. They're different places. Uh, so my Twitch is twitch.tv slash Dylan KG. You can find me there. Uh, Twitter is the same. Uh, my YouTube channel is specifically all about Dead by Daylight. It's a lot of uh, an- uh, analysis and a lot of uh, tutorials, but it's um, actually YouTube.com. Um, actually, we don't have we don't have a hundred subs. We don't have a cool special link. So if you uh, look up the obsession, um, that is the YouTube channel. And then if you guys look on Spotify, you can find my music. Uh, just niche n i e s h. All right, big thanks to Dylan KG for hanging out with me, talking about all those good things. Make sure to go give him a follow. Guys, we will be back very soon with another episode of the People Who Talk to Themselves podcast. Make sure to leave us a review on iTunes if you haven't. And I'd love for you to come and hang out with me. Twitch.tv slash Casey Screams back. We talk all about self-care and staying motivated and creative. All right, talk to you guys soon.